The following program is brought to you in living color. Hi, I'm Tony Figueroa, and welcome to another edition of This Week in TV History. Now, you can read my blog, childoftelevision.blogspot.com, and you can also hear me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. That show's hosted by my friend Ed Robertson, and he often gets to interview uh, people who have been involved in the TV shows that we grew up and loved, and also gets to talk to authors who have written books about the TV shows we grew up and loved. And sometimes I get to participate along with my wife, Donna Allen Figueroa, and uh, we do the TV history segment on that show, and we get to talk to some of the movers and shakers, uh, everyone from Ed Asner to Michelle Nichols. We've all had a chance to talk to them and really uh, not only express how much we enjoyed their work, but uh, get to pick their brain a little bit about what it was like uh, being part of TV history. Well, today uh, we're going to talk about Columbo. I know there's a lot of Columbo fans out there, and you're going, wait a second, how does that fit uh, in 2021? Well, the very first time Columbo was part of a regular series was on September 15, 1971, and that's when he was part of the NBC mystery movie. That was uh, a wheel, and it had three main shows. There were several others involved throughout the, the run between 1971 and 1978, but uh, the most consistent were Columbo, which starred Peter Falk, uh, Macmillan and Wife with Rock Hudson and Susan St. James, and McLeod with Dennis Weaver. Uh, there were other shows that were added into that wheel later on. One of them was Quincy, which later became its own show. Uh, Peter Falk first appeared as Columbo in a TV movie called Prescription Murder, and that starred Gene Berry. And that TV movie got a lot of people thinking, this should be a regular series. They uh, wanted to do that, but Peter Falk was uh, reluctant because he also had a movie career uh, to think about. So the commitment to do a weekly hour show just was not going to work for him. Uh, eventually, there was a second TV movie, and that was called Ransom for a Dead Man. Uh, Lee Grant was the murderer, and that was earlier in 1971. But... But the, the 50th anniversary that I'm counting on is when he first appeared as part of the NBC uh, mystery movie, and that was Murder by the Book. Again, uh, September 15th, 1971. Uh, the guest murderer was Jack Cassidy, and he would appear a couple times more. Uh, the victim in this episode was Martin Milner, who was right out of uh, Adam 12. Uh, and that set the standard. So some of these episodes were closer to 90 minutes, and, and again, they'd be part of that, that particular wheel. Uh, the character of Columbo uh, first appeared in Prescription Murder, but it wasn't on TV. It was a stage play, and that was written by Richard Levinson and, and William Link, and that eventually was developed for television and the rest, as we know, is history. Uh, not that long ago, Dirk Benedict, who you know from uh, Battlestar Galactica, and uh, the A-Team, he did play Columbo in the UK in a production of Prescription Murder. So Columbo does live on uh, in other, uh, other formats. Other actors have played the role, uh, but, of course, Peter Falk is so memorable. Uh, now we're in this time where things are being rebooted and there's uh, reimaginings of, of uh, different classic shows. Uh, and 
up until a couple of days ago, I thought, well, there is no way that they would ever think of redoing Columbo because Peter Falk was just so memorable and so indelible in, in, in our memories as this character. And then I heard the name Mark Ruffalo, and I thought, oh, it might be worth a shot. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical, yet curious. Uh, but you know, you know who was considered for Columbo once upon a time when uh, they were doing prescription murder for television? Bing Crosby. That's right, Bing Crosby. Uh, the idea of doing this and that it could eventually turn into a TV show just was not appealing to him because it would conflict with his regular golf game. I mean, uh, Peter Falk uh, was hesitant to do a weekly series because of a movie career, but Bing Crosby did not want to do it because it would conflict with his golf game. Uh, Peter Falk created the look that we know from Columbo, uh, the war, you know, the suit, and of course the famous trench coat. That was all provided by Peter Falk, and uh, his high top shoes, again provided by Peter Falk. So that look was Peter Falk's creation. Uh, he had said in uh, interviews, what's the secret to a successful career? Never underestimate the importance of a good coat. Uh, I understand later on that they did find identical coats, so there were backup coats. I don't know where the coats currently are. I think one should go to the Smithsonian Institute. I mean, alongside Archie Bunker's chair and Fonzie's leather jacket. I mean, that should be the place where it goes, but I'm not sure where, where the coats are. I do want to give uh, props to a contributor to TV Confidential, and that is author uh, Mark DeWiziak, who wrote The Columbo File, and I will have a link at the bottom there for that book, uh, and it is spelled uh, P-H-I-L-E, uh, and so he has a lot of information, backstories. Uh, I believe it was from him that I heard that there was planned for one more show, uh, and uh, that would be Columbo's last case, so... When Columbo did have his final run, there was supposed to be one more case. Unfortunately, Peter Falk uh, was suffering from dementia, and I heard stories that he didn't even know that he once played a character named Columbo. Uh, Peter Falk also was honored uh, by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce with a star on, on the Walk of Fame posthumously. He did not want that honor when he was alive, but many actors uh, that were close to him, many actors who had played the murderer on uh, Columbo uh, got together at the famous Musso and Franks. They were the ones who worked alongside MeTV uh, to have that star dedicated to him. Uh, but you have the look, you have the uh, Peugeot 403, which was his signature car that you would see in many episodes, often backfiring, often getting into some sort of scrape, uh, which was deliberate. Uh, the character was pretty much a blue-collar police detective who always seemed to be a little dim-witted, a little unsure of himself, always uh, daydreaming, wandering, tangenting. And the murderers uh, were people who were of upper-class, high society, definitely outclassing Columbo and definitely thinking that they were smarter than Columbo. So you would often see them commit the murder, uh, you know, something that could be spontaneous, often something well-planned, well-laid out, and you would see how Columbo could figure out how that person killed that person. Uh, sometimes the clue was how 
Somebody would tie their shoes. Sometimes, uh, more than one time, it was on uh, ashes, cigar ashes or cigarette ashes, looking at how the ashes fell in the ashtray. Uh, the show was mostly set in Los Angeles, although there was an episode that was set in London. Uh, another one set on a cruise ship with Robert Vaughn as the uh, murderer. Another one set in Mexico with Ricardo Montalban as the murderer. So Colombo did get around a little bit. Um, William Shatner was one of the murderers who uh, did appear a couple of different times. And uh, his first appearance, he was an arrogant actor who also played a detective on TV. So Columbo was roaming through the studio lot. Now, this was a Universal production, so he was roaming on the Universal Studios lot. And he steps onto a dock, and the shark appears. It's the shark from the Jaws attraction on the studio tour. And he looks at a crew guy and goes, hey, is that the shark from the picture? Of course, that was a nod to Steven Spielberg, who directed the very first Columbo, written by Peter Bochco, and that was Murder by the Book. Ted Cassidy, I'm sorry, Ted Cassidy was Lurch. Jack Cassidy was the murderer. Martin Milner was the murder victim. Uh, so, yeah, a little tip of the hat. And then much later, when Columbo returned in 1990, uh, Murder, Smoke, and Shadows, Fitcher Stevens played a movie director who also murdered somebody. And uh, the movie director was greatly inspired by Steven Spielberg. But I always thought Columbo had his repertory company because there were certain actors who would come back again and come back again and come back again. Patrick McGowan starred in four episodes as the murderer by Don's Early Night. That got an Emmy Award, Identity, Crisis, Agenda for Murder. He also directed that one, Ashes to Ashes. He also directed and co-wrote that one. He was not credited for the writing. Uh, he also directed two additional episodes, Last Salute to the Commodore, and Murder with Too Many Notes. Uh, that was in 2001. Jack Cassidy, I mentioned, was uh, Murder by the Book, but also Publisher Parrish, and now you see him where he plays a magician. Robert Culp technically appeared three times. Uh, he, he starred um, in Death Lends a Hand. That was in 1971. He starred in The Most Crucial Game, uh, and double exposure, but he also appeared as the father of the murderer in Columbo Goes to College, which was in 1990. Uh, George Hamilton was in two episodes as the murderer, Deadly State of Mind in 1975, and Caution, Murder Can Be Hazardous to Your Health in 1991. Now, I already mentioned the legendary William Shatner. Uh, he was in Fade Into Murder, which took place on the studio lot where he plays an actor. And then later in 1994, uh, the episode was called Butterfly in the Sh Butterfly in Shades of Grey, and he was a talk show host. Martin Landau only did one episode, but he played two parts. He played identical twins who conspired to commit the murder, so that falls in there. Uh, it is a wonderful show. I am enjoying watching these episodes, which are on MeTV on Cozy TV, on Sundance TV, and it's streaming on Peacock. I know a lot of other people who have been watching Columbo, people who were not alive when the show first aired. Uh, I'm glad that the show has wonderful longevity, that people still enjoy it, people watch it. Uh, Columbo, a legendary television character, Peter Falk, uh, such a, a talented actor and uh, terribly missed. 
I, I know a whole new generation remember him as the grandfather in The Princess Bride uh, in so many other roles on the big screen as well as a small screen. Let's pause right here, but we're going to have more TV history right after this message. So I guess I can close out by saying just one more thing. Uh, you can uh, read my blog, childhoodtelevision.blogspot.com. You can hear me on TV Confidential, a radio talk show about television. I'm Tony Figueroa. Stay tuned.